Welcome to the Wellness Journey podcast from the St. Jambiani Center. I'm Dr. Mariette Danilo, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to journey with you through these challenging times and to hopefully provide you with information that will help sustain you. Our podcasts are aimed at keeping you healthy in mind, body, and spirit. This is Podcast 27. The title of today's podcast is When Grief Won't End. The following information is taken from an article that appeared in Columbia Magazine, the spring-summer 2021 issue. I'm going to read from it and use quotes that appeared in it. C.S. Lewis wrote that after his wife died, it felt like there was, quote, an invisible blanket, unquote, between him and the world. Quote, I not only live each endless day in grief, but live each day thinking about living each day in grief, he wrote. Her absence is like the sky spread over everything. End quote. Well, for most bereaved people, including Lewis, who chronicled his suffering in his 1961 book called A Grief Observed, this type of all-consuming, debilitating pain eventually fades. But for those with prolonged grief disorder, an enigmatic condition that afflicts 7 to 10% of bereaved adults, time does not heal. Instead, their anguish may persist raw and unresolved for years, even decades. Catherine Shear, a psychiatrist at the School of Social Work and the founder of Columbia's Center for Complicated Grief, is a pioneer in describing, diagnosing, and treating prolonged grief disorder, which is also known as complicated grief. Shear was instrumental in getting prolonged grief disorder included in the psychiatrist's diagnostic Bible. Uh, that is the uh, diagnostic statistical manual that most psychiatrists and psychologists use. But she notes that many clinicians are still unaware of the condition. Even if you go to a really good psychologist, there's less than a 50% chance that prolonged grief disorder is going to be properly recognized. Although people with a history of depression and anxiety are thought to be at greater risk for prolonged grief disorder, anyone can be afflicted. People who lose a loved one suddenly, such as in an unexpected medical emergency, a car crash or a violent crime, or even in the line of duty, are particularly vulnerable. Shear expects that the COVID-19 pandemic will cause an increase in cases of complicated grief. So many people, she says, and I quote, are being lost quickly and unexpectedly without the opportunity for final visits or goodbyes. Additionally, she says, 
Bereaved people may be dealing with anxieties related to job security, child rearing, the loss of routine activities, and worries about their own health and that of their surviving family members. This kind of background stress adds to the challenge of adapting to a loss, end quote. The key to coping with a loved one's death, Shear says, is to fully accept the reality of the situation. The people with prolonged grief disorder struggle to do this. Instead, they may, they may get caught up in imagining alternative scenarios in which their loved one's death is averted. If only he'd visited a doctor one month earlier. And doing this, they delay their own healing. To engage in this kind of counterfactual thinking is common after any important loss, Shear says. But while most people will eventually say, okay, well, although I wish this hadn't happened, it did happen. And now I have to figure out a way to live with the fact. Those with prolonged grief disorder will get stuck there. They can't move forward into a positive way. Now we've talked about this in our podcasts, uh, getting stuck in a rumination mode and not being able to move forward into a more of a problem-solving mode. Um, and we see this in many religious communities right now. So moving on uh, in the article by Columbia Magazine, Spring-Summer Issue 2021, I'll continue. Other common symptoms of prolonged grief disorder include a tendency to blame oneself or others for a loved one's death, excessive avoidance of places or situations that remind one of the deceased, survivor's guilt, and social withdrawal. In the 1990s, Scheer developed a 16-session treatment program that is now called Prolonged Grief Disorder Therapy, or PGDT. The program's efficacy has been demonstrated in multiple clinical trials, and PGDT is now one of the most widely used treatments for the condition. Combining elements of cognitive behavioral therapy, interpersonal psychotherapy, and motivational interviewing, it consists of a series of activities in which patients reflect on their grief, they visit places that remind them of their loss, they explore possibilities for their own future, strengthen their relationships with other family members and friends, and have an imaginary conversation with the deceased in which they acknowledge their need to move forward. It's intense, Shear says, but we found that with this therapy, people who have struggled for years come out on the other side and are able to re-engage in life in a meaningful way after just four months. In an effort to make PGDT more widely accessible, Shear and her colleagues at the Columbia Center for Complicated Grief 
have organized trainings on how to administer the therapy for thousands of practitioners around the world. They have also developed a mobile app that enables patients to receive an abbreviated version of PGDT online. As the US death toll from COVID-19 continues to grow, it is sobering to consider the huge numbers of grieving husbands, wives, families, mothers, sons, daughters, grandsons, granddaughters, and community members who have been left behind. One team of sociologists estimates that each person who dies from COVID-19 leaves an average of nine bereaved family members, which means that millions of Americans have lost a close family member to the disease. Quote, there's a great sense of urgency now to make sure that health and mental health providers are able to recognize and treat prolonged grief disorder, end quote. Shear says, we have to be ready to help these people. And that concludes the material, the very useful material from Columbia Magazine. But when we put all of this in the context of the church, our men and women religious communities, um, and the people who work in ministry, we can understand that the toll it's taken um, in terms of not only the loss of life, but we've lost other things as well. We've lost a sense of normalcy. We've lost, in some cases, the ability to socialize and feel joy, to connect with one another. We've lost this sense of safety and security our innocence has, has been taken from us in a way. And so we need to think about this in that context. I promised you uh, during my last podcast that I would talk about complicated grief and talk about um, and prolonged grief. They're really the same thing, two different names for the same thing. And I wanted to remind you um, that, that we are seeing this in many communities and in many of the places we serve. And so if you or a community member or a colleague or a relative are having difficulty within the next year, moving on, of putting this behind you, of, of experiencing um, a joyful life, of being able to live life fully, if you remain in your cave, for way too long, we encourage you to seek help and some assistance because uh, we know that these therapies are extremely effective and you don't have to suffer alone. So that's it for today. Our next podcast will have some other surprises for you. I'm not going to tell you what those are, but we will have a little surprise in uh, the next two podcasts but I encourage you to visit our website and uh, take advantage of all the resources that we have. Until then, 
Please stay safe and joyful. You've been listening to the Wellness Journey podcast from the St. John Vianney Center. I hope today's topic, When Grief Won't End, proves useful to you. You can find all our podcasts and get additional information and resources by visiting our website at sjvcenter.org. Click on Resources. Remember, we're companions on the journey to stay healthy in mind, body, and spirit. We are the St. John Vianney Center, and our mission is you.